Hey, what's up everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Once upon a time in a land far, far away, aren't these the words that you would like to hear every day? Doesn't matter how old you are, whether you are a child or whether you are an old man, when you hear the words once upon a time, you get fascinated. That's because you love stories. We love stories. But the question is, why do we love stories so much? Throughout history, stories have been woven into the fabric of our existence, shaping cultures, transmitting wisdom and connecting people across generations. But in this rapidly advancing era of technology, where does storytelling fit in? How does it intersect with artificial intelligence, a field constantly pushing the boundaries of what machines can do, especially with this generative AI and chat GPT acquiring new capabilities to tell beautiful stories? It changes the playing field a little bit. So, let's start. Um, we have been telling stories to each other since the beginning of time. If you think about it, uh, even during the primitive times, even when people did not have language, when people, uh, and, and, you know, the storytelling also plays a very important role on the development of language. Because initially, the stories that were told were just uh, sign language. Uh, people used to, tell a story that there I've seen a tiger there or I've seen a, a big apple tree over there where we can find some food. Or if you go here, I've seen a big group of antelopes roaming around which we could hunt down and eat or what have you. And all of this used to be conveyed using hand signs and body language and, and so on. And then humanity discovered that they can make noises out of their throats. They were just grunts and screams and stuff like that. And that practically formed the grammar and the vocabulary of language. And then slowly, they started speaking a little bit. And at some point in time, and I'm not entirely sure which came first, they started doing drawings on cave walls, which essentially left the stories to not just other people who are not there as a part of that tribe, but any other people who are visiting that cave, or, or posterior generations as well, draw, keeping drawings, uh, showing them how uh, uh, great mammoths have killed groups of people, or how groups of people can get together and kill a mammoth, or what have you. And then languages started becoming more and more complex, and they started having a profound impact on on the cultures of different people. Now, depending upon which area or which part of the world you are, you'll see different kinds of cultures come up. But the basic foundation of all these cultures is really stories that they've told. Kings have told stories about how they have conquered uh, lands beyond or you know, there have been stories where of the part of parts of the world where there are untold evils that have not been mapped yet and people have explored and come back and told stories and, and cultures have developed. Uh, beyond that. Let's talk about religion, for example. 
uh, it's a debatable topic whether God really exists or not. Uh, one thing is for sure that there's no really uh, scientific proof that they do or he does or she does or what have you. And some people would say that they have had profound experiences that say that God does exist, but we don't have any empirical evidence that God exists. We can't prove it statistically speaking. We can't recreate the experience like, you know, I know this dining table or this wooden study table does exist because anybody can touch it and get the same experience, but that's not the case with God. So essentially, uh, what religion really is, is people telling stories about their spiritual experiences that they have had um, in their lives. So it's really stories. And if you really look at it, when, if you go to Greek mythology or Roman mythology or even Abrahamic religions like uh, Christianity and Islam and, and, and or polytheistic religions like Hinduism, uh, what people are doing is they're telling stories that there is a God and then you know there are these, or there is multiple gods who basically are representations of one God or or this is how you really pray to this God. Every religion has their stories of how to pray to the gods. Uh, some people go to churches, other people go to mosques, some people go to temples and what have you and uh, some people pray to the elements. But essentially what they're doing is they're telling stories and these stories keep on getting more and more complex over a period of time. They keep on representing how sacrifice can be a good thing uh, for humanity. Uh, and then around that, you have not just stories, but also art and music and crafts and the way you wear clothes and so on and so forth. And then that essentially forms the core fabric of the culture of a particular location or a particular tribe or a particular uh, religion. Stories have also had a profound impact on economics. Governments have been telling stories about how they operate, right? What is good, what is bad. If you look at, if you read the book Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith, you'll see that there is a story there where he talks about economies of scale and division of labor and, and, and so on and so forth. If you look, if you read uh, socialist and communist books written by Marx or what have you, you have a story there that the that the government needs to take control and, and make sure that there is wealth and, and prosperity in nations. So stories have played a very important role in economics as well. Let's talk about business. Stories also play a very important role in business. Essentially, an organization that is, I don't know, selling something, they are basically telling their customers what they're selling, right? They're telling a story about how their product or service is going to make their customer's life better, why they need to buy a product. And it's not just about marketing. Businesses are basically stories. They offer something in return for a price, and that's the story. Even if you look at money, what is money? Money is just a story that you're telling somebody. Back in the day, there used to be the barter system where you used to trade apples for oranges or shoes for pineapples or what have you, where you used to give something and then you used to get something in return that used to be physical. But then what happened is somebody came up with the idea that precious stones or precious metals could become a good form of currency, right? And then you had gold, essentially, or silver or what have you. And then what happened is you started buying stuff uh, in return for these gold and silver coins. And slowly what happened is some people started acquiring a lot of 
gold or a lot of coins uh, keeping them safe and keeping them away from thievery and burglary became a challenge so there were these other organizations that essentially started saying that okay we've got this nice big safe that can keep your money safe so you know why don't you give me your gold i'll keep it safe and then whenever you need it you can take it from us and that became a business which is essentially banks in the modern day and then the story changed a little bit where you know the bank said that i'll keep your money safe and the story is that whenever you need the money you can take it from us and we'll charge you a little bit for the safekeeping and that was the story but then the story changed a little bit more people started saying that okay every time i need a little bit of money i have to run down to the bank and then get my gold and then pay a fee and then uh, you know and then i have to give that money and that other person is eventually going to take that gold and go run down to the bank and deposit it there so technically the gold is just coming out and going back in for a short period of time so they started saying that why don't i you know write a, write it on a piece of paper that you know this much part of my gold savings is going to be yours right on a piece of paper i would write uh, 10 pieces of gold should be transferred from my safety deposit box or what have you into your safety deposit so that we don't have to run down to the bank every time i need to give you give anybody any money and that essentially became currency that's money that's cash those pieces of paper on which you've seen pictures and colors and what have you are essentially a story that you are telling somebody that that uh, you know i have this money uh, kept away somewhere and then i'm just going to give that money to you and it essentially carries this much value and the value of the money is printed on the on the piece of paper of course initially it used to be very informal i just used to write it on a piece of paper as a promissory note and then you would go and you know use it whenever you need it then later on the bank started saying that we will start issuing these uh, pieces of paper with some prints on it that will essentially give you the right to transfer your money from your account into somebody else's account and that essentially became currency notes and money and these currency notes are also stories that you're telling somebody that okay i promise you this if i if you give me this i will give you this right if you give me 20 pineapples i'll give you you know 100 rupees or whatever is the price of the pineapples and that's a story if you think about it stories are everywhere and they play a very very important role in human beings lives now what is happening is we have these generative artificial intelligence capabilities available out there that essentially are able to now tell stories and the very foundation of humanity is stories but now we have uh, artificial intelligent machines that will not only tell the stories they can slowly start controlling the narrative it's a very interesting point i mean it's not just that artificial intelligence is doing stuff for us and that's okay the question is once they start taking control of the narrative of the stories that literally are the core fabric of humanity since the beginning of time what is going to be the profound impact of that on humanity now i would have wanted to talk about this but before i talk about how it's going to impact humanity how it's going to impact the businesses etc etc i would like my listeners to comment about this i would like you to tell me what you think will happen if artificial intelligence machines take control of the narrative take control of the stories take control of the culture the religion the society the economics the business all these stories they start taking control what do you think will be the impact of this on humanity 
That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. More about organizational agility, innovation, and enterprise architecture in the practical world, in the business, right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or any social media of your choice. And it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. Uh, we also have a Telegram group if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions or what have you. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. Now, the URL to join the group is https colon slash slash t.me slash enterprise architecture radio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, we are very easy to find. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Discord. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.